You're listening to Good Lad Unscripted with your host. <laughs> I'm your host, Terry Goodlad. Welcome to Goodlad Unscripted, the podcast. If you haven't been here before, well, welcome. If you have, welcome back. I know it's been a few days. We're kind of going through this thing that I think a lot of people in the country are. Uh, I haven't talked to a lot of friends or family, really not just <laughs> not just in the country, but I think around the globe because we, we talked to your mom and dad in Brazil. I've yeah. got friends and in, in family in Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, and hello to everybody because I know we get listeners in Brazil and Canada. This is this is you know unprecedented times where actually the whole entire globe is going and sort of term, through the same thing. That's a term that we have never really been able to. We've unprecedented times before was kind of like an anticlimactic. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you know what I mean. Yeah, uh, but but really, it is unprecedented times. It is. I think the hardest part is the fact that. There is no answer to where we're going with this. Figure, figure it out as we go. Yeah. As the experts are doing. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, there's nothing really. And I think that it, it kind of got me down um, for a couple of weeks. And I, I'm over that. You mean coming back after? I mean, we had. Cor- no, no, no. It wasn't even that. It was the fact that like what are what am I looking forward to? Like, wh- you know what I mean? Like, right. like, let's say you're going to do a fitness show <laughs> mm-hmm. and you have four months of dieting and you're like, you can't go, you can't socialize, you can't, you know, but you know that in December, you know, you're going to have balance again. Well, we don't know what, you know, th- I we don't hate know when that. December's coming. I hate that thing. This is the new normal. Like I'm just not buying that. Right. Um, I'm thinking something is going to change right after the elections. I just don't know if it's going to be better or worse. <laughs> <laughs> and so it gave me a lot of anxiety thinking about it because I'm like, what is really that we are going to be facing? You mm-hmm. know. Um, but then I had to take a step back because. Me feeling anxious about that, it was taking me from my family. Well, and, and, and here's something that we, we have had some discussion about this. Yeah. And, and what it is, is, you know, I go back to this thing and I've said it before on the podcast is, you know, there's such a thing as being informed mm-hmm. and then beyond that is being entertained but it's entertainment that is frightening. And, and again, <clears throat> you know, I'm a businessman. And, uh, and I've owned, what, three magazines now? One, two, three, three digital magazines and one print magazine, so four magazines. I worked in the magazine business for many years. Um, you know, when there's controversy, you sell more magazines, sure. right? And so if you can contribute to the controversy, right. that's the magic ticket. And especially now- Headlines, yeah. Well, especially now with the internet being the business model, mm-hmm. it's how many people click on your page. Those are impressions, right? Right. And how many people click on a story and read the story? How much time do they spend on their reading the story? So the more, now that news is delivered predominantly online, yeah. Um, you know, the idea is to keep everybody in an uproar. And, and so, you know, between politics and the media, uh, sometimes it feels like we don't have a life. But what I've discovered is I just said, okay, F that, you know, I'm not going to buy into, I want to keep informed. 
Yeah. And if there's something I want to know, I go and I research. And what I mean by that is, uh, you know, as a journalist, what you do is you find three, you confirm your story. You go, don't go in with a bias, just go in, okay, let's, let's, let's vet this information. And so you look for points and counterpoints and you look for three independent sources that can verify a story before you repeat it. Right. Mm-hmm. And so if there's something that really means it, something to me, I, I don't just absorb news because news, again, those are for profit businesses. So if you're either a Democrat or Republican, you know, if you're worried about wearing a mask or not worried about a mask, you know, what we do is we consume news from that places validate our points yeah. that validate whatever our talking points or beliefs are and they'll keep us you know as you can see now you know spend 10 minutes on your twitter feed on your facebook feed or watching the news and you're going to be scared yeah and uh, and you're going to be unsure about the future and that's their business that's how they keep you going there three or four or five times a day like ask right. yourself habitually how much time do you spend consuming news no it, no and i and, agree and, and when you're terrified you consume it far more frequently that's just a statistic fact and so the thing is is what i've done is just said i'm not doing that i'm not playing their game and so what it is, is if there's something i want to know i go research it and beyond that I'm looking at other things. No, I agree with you. And I, I have gone through that as well. And I have came out of that as well. Right. But what I'm talking about is, you know, we are three, four months into this. And now in Las Vegas, you're supposed to wear a mask everywhere. So before I had a choice and I'm not, this is not a talk about the mask. Right, I'm right, not right. saying wear a mask or don't wear a mask. I'm just saying we used to have a choice. So you feel like you feel free like well, yeah, this country I mean, for the most part be, you want right? you know like we've always done what i would call the responsible thing because we've got four little kids exactly and, you know, older people that we associate with and stuff like that and so right. you want to be mindful and we don't want it we don't want to try to get sick right but i i'm not treating this any differently than i do anything we're not else walking around going, in fear and scared right. right if there's a flu epidemic going on you know i i don't you know i'm more careful and so i i'm not against wearing a mask uh, you know if you look at the science and of course again this sparks a debate but you know there's no clear concise uh, research well, the, on the new england journal right. of medicine just published just uh, a study it yeah, doesn't do anything doesn't do right? anything it just so, makes you feel better so, but but god forbid you Say point that. that out now you're a racist and you know don't like chevys and whatever you know so it's just a very volatile time and and my thing is you know the world is going crazy and you can't post anything on facebook right. or instagram if i if i post a picture of somebody in a bikini you know or you know a sexy picture or something like that nobody says anything that's safe now. Mm -hmm. Wasn't safe before because <laughs> somebody had something to say before. Now it's the safe picture. It's like, oh, you know, that's a nice relief, you know, because there's just so much negativity and crap and everybody's angry and upset yeah. and everybody's offended. And what do you mean by that? And here, let me tell you what you mean by that. And, yeah. you know, there's all that going on. And, and I'm just done with it all, honestly. And what it is, is I want to focus on my home. And what I found is when I started consuming that, you know, to stay informed, quote unquote, yeah, uh, I was running out of patience with my kids, running out of patience with you, 
right. running out of patience with business problems and business is just problems and solutions and we've got nothing but well, problems when right you're so focused on something so 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 big and you start getting even fearful or angry or frustrated then little annoyances are very petty and you're just right. like you know stop like right yeah really yeah. pj mask or or or, or yeah. super wings like you I, can't decide like it's just like no but to them it's important so i think about it and i think okay there's on, on this side over here there's all these people that choose to just be angry, hate on each other, call each other names, yeah. and, you know, and it's all either blue or red, right? Yeah. And and then and then there's the confusion about COVID, and of course, if you want to argue anything logical, you're either blue or red. Right. You know, everything is politics now. Right. And everything you're a racist and everything you're insensitive and everything now, either you're killing old people or you're a sheep or, you know, you, you can't do anything without <laughs> yeah. somebody going off on you about yes. something. Right. Yes. And so, and so the thing of it is, is this just, you know, you, you guys can go over there and play crazy as much as you want. I got my kids here and to them, PJ mask or, or super wings is a big deal to them. Right. So why am I paying attention to these fools that don't want to resolve their differences when these kids over here, I can actually shape their lives. And that's kind of the direction, not kind of, that's what I've done. It's like, I really don't care anymore. Right. Because there is no right or wrong. It's just, it's just mayhem. You know, it's it, to, to some people it's rioting to some it's protesting. Right. You know, it's like, no, that's, that, this is what a riot is. This is what a protest is. Two different is. things. Yeah they're, yeah. yeah, they're two different things. It's not the same thing. And politics has got nothing to do with it. Throw, somebody throwing a brick through a window is a riot. You know, carrying a sign and making a, a point, that's a protest. That's how we define those things, you know? And, and so the thing is, but you can't say that now because somebody's clearly probably angry with me now because I just said that, right? And so, you know what, go, go play crazy someplace else. I'm not interested. I'm more interested in my wife and my kids and the business stuff that we've got going on. It's really, really fun and exciting and I'm really enjoying it. Uh, with the coffee, the changes, the new changes with Blessed Bodywear. Uh, Model Body Magazine is about to go live today. And now I'm today. about to start homeschooling. Are you and kidding me? And you're about me? to start homeschooling. <laughs> I and have so, no time. And, and, and this is the thing. And here's my point. We've got so much stuff going on in our house and in our lives and in our marriage and in raising these kids. I got no time yeah. for anybody's crazy over there. Yeah. You, you like, I just don't want to, I'm not interested anymore. And, and so uh, I'm looking at this and, and I realized that when we you know when COVID started, it was a big change, but it was kind of being quarantined was a nice change for me. Like it was like, <laughs> wow, I get a break and I get to step back for a second, take a look at everything and go, okay, what do I really want out of life? What are we really doing? Right. And I'm ready to make some big, massive changes. And we've talked about this. And, and we have. Yeah. And there's bigger, massive ones to come. There's some pretty massive ones we've made already. Yeah. Uh, but the biggest thing is being together. You know, you get through the first two weeks and everybody gets edgy and like that. And then you get into the routine. Yeah. And it's been amazing for mm -hmm. our kids. It's mm -hmm. amazing for our marriage. It's been amazing for clarity, for our my spiritual growth as a Christian. You know, all of these different things, right? Yeah. And so now the world's opening up and we're slowly drifting back to being pulled. Yeah. We're not in quarantine anymore. Right. And so, yeah, we are not quite back to where we were. No. It's kind of like a, 
Right, but I mean, there's the, there's the gym to manage, and now now you know people are getting together and visiting and yeah. having business meetings and doing right. different things like that, and so it's all of a sudden okay, life got more complex again, and so time is tighter again. Yeah, and and I'm missing my kids. I forget where I was yesterday. Oh, I was on the phone talking to my friend Randall from from Florida, and uh, and we were talking about something. And I said to him, I says, dude, honestly, like he was talking about, we were talking about doing something. I says, dude, honestly, all I think about is when I'm not home with my wife and kids is I just, I just want to be home with my kids. Mm -hmm. You know, I just, I'm in love with my kids and in love with my wife. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and, uh, and so I really, really enjoyed that closeness that we had during quarantine. Now we're having to learn new ways of, of getting that back. And, and this is kind of one of the things I wanted to talk about was, you know, when things started to ramp up, it's a very slow, gradual thing. And I think the decision process in that time is also a slow, gradual thing. So you let go of, okay, well, there's an hour less. I got to run here. Well, I'm just going to run here, but it's an hour and a half thing. Well, I come back and that's an hour and a half. So you went to the splash pad with the kids and I missed out on the splash pad today. Right. So they lost that time with daddy. Right. And so, and we see it, especially with Kumain, right? Because yeah. he and I are pretty close and, and, you know, like last night, you know, he's, he didn't want to go to sleep with, he, he grabbed my hand and he held it on his tummy and he wanted me to stay there until he fell asleep and wanted me to stay there all night, you know, mm -hmm. and he's like that when I'm not spending time. And so yeah. I'm, now I'm going, okay, so what does normal look like? What's the more important thing? Mm -hmm. You know, can I, I, I I'm not going to spend 24 seven with, you know, the kids, we've got to live and work and stuff like that but i'm looking at things and i'm priorities yeah yeah and and then also with you and i you know during <laughs> quarantine there's you know you can't go out and go on a date or anything like that right so we just found other ways to get time alone and time for each other and time where we can give to each other romantic time you know we, we had to work to find that now we're struggling to get that back again because the days are just busier yes you know even though we're trying to slow down and so i know you know, I have my way of doing it. You have your way of doing it. It was this thing where we fall into bed at night, get up in the morning and like we're, we're roommates, but we weren't enjoying life together. We shared responsibilities, but we weren't enjoying life. And then this last week you made a major change and we really haven't had a chance to talk about it. So I'm, I'm, I'm freewheeling here and hopefully this turns into something, but what did you do? Like, what did you do? There's not more time in the day, but you're taking time now for us at night. Yeah. I mean, you, you have the kids all day, four kids, and it's just constant, all of them needing something. You're never, you can plan and be proactive as much as you want, but you're always going to be reactive with kids because they're always coming to you needing something. Yeah. With me, I would say 97% of my day is planned. Mm -hmm. So it's very, so, so I can manage that even though it's extremely busy and the days are very, very long. Uh, there's a schedule and I get a sense of accomplishment and I feel pretty good. So at the end of the day, I'm ready to shut it down. I've, I feel good about my day and I'm ready just to hang out with you, you know, and, and with you, I know it's a different thing when the end of the day comes, it's just like, okay, everybody leave me alone for <laughs> an yes, hour. Yes. You know what I mean? So I want to talk about that. Uh, when the kids are at you all day long, wh what are you doing now? Because at night now, like you're, you're in a great happier. mood. Yeah. You're happier <laughs> in a great mood. And I mean, you're not doing less, you're doing more. Mm -hmm. What did you do? 
No, I, I think for me, I mean, there's there has been so many layers and they're all together. I mean, there has been the quarantine. And then, you know, when I finally, literally, when I finally felt like I had a good grip on raising three, you know, we got a fourth one. <laughs> and he, I mean, oh my gosh, there could never be an easier Cole's the easiest one. Oh, he's just such a blessing. It, you know, the one thing about him is that he gets pretty clingy, uh, which is very understandable the age and, and what he's, and he's been through. And, and I yeah. mean, right. Um, but what that did is it completely threw me off balance because now the routine that I did have, I it was all out the window, mm -hmm. you know. And so the the kids were in one schedule and he was in a different schedule. And then I, any time that I had like as a downtime for myself, it was gone. So it took me over, a, and then at the same time that happened, the only person in the world that is my go-to when I need an hour for myself or I need a nap is Elaine. And she went to Florida for a whole month or five weeks. Mm -hmm. And so, so it's like, okay, you know, God wants me to do this on my own. And it took a few weeks. And I remember some nights you were like, why are you so angry? And I'm like, I'm not angry. I'm just exhausted. And it was uh, truly exhausting. And, you know, it, on top of that, you have a house to keep and, and dogs to feed. And, mm -hmm. you know, and, and so there's a lot of responsibilities. Um, I think that, but there's had to be something like <clears throat> I know you and I know your head controls everything. Yeah. Uh, very, very much so. And that's if there's a battle, that, uh, you know, I'm telling your secrets now, but if there's a Thanks, battle Terry. that you have you. with anything, <laughs> it's your mind. But once you get it going where you want it to go, there's no turning that around. I, I think I was talking to a friend about this and it's it's really interesting something really interesting about myself, but I welcome change and I like I, I I'm pro change, I run towards it, but I also hate it. I'm very much one of liking the, my routine. And so when, when now I had four kids, I honestly, I think maybe I even, I was scared of how I was going to manage it all. Like it, it's like, okay, you know, I know I can do this, but how <laughs> it reminds me of Quamaine because today that was his whole day like but how are we gonna get to the <laughs> store I'm like don't worry I'll drive there but um and so I had to kind of go through the days and start figuring out that you know what just relax you know this is not gonna kill you you might have a little less sleep than before but if you are too uptight about regaining control your whole entire life is miserable mm -hmm. there is no control right now like for me there is no control and when i kind of control is accepting that you're not in control basically yeah you know and when i kind of gave that up and i realized you know what this is going to be a little wild for a while it's not gonna be like it was before cole came mm -hmm then I start to like, just kind of live a little bit more, you know? And I didn't want to just focus all day on the things that I felt I was 
failing at, but instead kind of turn everything into a positive. Now, the romantic part, I want to talk about that. That's a big part of any marriage <clears throat> is uh, being physically close, having time to to despair, like just to, to cuddle and stuff like that, to make love, to, to do all that kind of stuff, to do things for each other, you know, back rub, whatever it is, you know. Uh, that was the thing that, kind of went out the window when Cole came and, and the schedule changed. Um, because at the end of the day, you know, it was just, we were tired, it was late and, and like that. But, but again, you, that's the, that's, that's the big difference I saw is this week you just shifted gears. And so when I come to bed, I just feel like, like when, when I come to bed, when, when the kids go to bed and we go to our room, uh, it, it's just like, you're not disconnected anymore. What did you do to change that? Well, I think is exactly what I was explaining is that before um, I was so basically, I was so focused on controlling everything all day and nothing was going as I wanted. And, you know, I wanted so badly to have some time for myself, which used to be during their nap time. So for like, a year and a half, I've had three kids and they all take a nap at the same time. And I knew for sure that at least for an hour to hour and a half, I could just not talk to anybody <laughs> and or have a nap or go for a walk or, or do, do a podcast or do a podcast talk to or a lot of people, whatever. But I knew that. And then that changed because we have a little one that is a little off their schedule. He's not exactly on the same schedule because of the age difference. Mm -hmm. And then I lost that and I was having a really hard time because I felt like I had nothing else to give. So when they went to bed, I literally, some days I didn't even want to have a shower. Like I was so done. Mm -hmm. um, so what changed? Spent. Um, what what changes, I'm not going to live my life like that. Because basically now I'm just surviving. They call it survival mode for a reason. You're just surviving and getting through the day. And you're not enjoying your family that you pray for. You know, uh, my husband that I love and my kids that I love. And so it had, I had to come to a place where it's like, you know what? this is not going to be like this forever because they grow up so fast, right? So for a little while, I won't have that time in the middle of the day anymore. Okay. Um, I was feeling extremely low energy. And this is another thing, but mm -hmm. I had to look at my diet. And one of the things that I was doing is I was having sugar because that's a feel good, like it releases serotonin. And But the thing is, for me, what it does is I start getting like my my joints ache and I don't have a lot of energy. So inflammation and, inflammation. and so I cut that out, you know, and so I started focus on things that would make me feel better. Um, I improved my diet, I improved, you know, everything. And then I let go completely. And that's the mental part of the fact that I would have any time for myself during the day, like no time for myself. Nap time is still work time for me. 
And I think that's when things start changing. And then when they go to bed, I also change their schedules and they're going to bed a little bit earlier because we're in this together. <laughs> <laughs> and you need to know that. It, but they don't have a problem with it. Actually go to bed easier. Well, and, and that's, sleep better and, and that's get more the thing. sleep. I, I, I felt guilty. You know, I was feeling guilty at first for, for doing that. Like I was taking something away from them. And then I realized that they are perfectly, perfectly fine. Mm -hmm. And now they have a better mom that has more patience and that is, you know, happier. And so everybody wins. Mm -hmm. And I got an extra hour at night that is like, instead of like them going to bed and we go straight to our room, you know, and get showered like that, we sit outside in the backyard or, you know, and I go hunt scorpions. You go hunt scorpions. I have a glass of wine and we have that little time that is just to unwind, not talk about kids, not talk about business, not talk about anything. Mm -hmm. And in addition to that, I think, you know, now Elaine came back. And so, um, she's taking over more stuff that I was doing for blast body wear. Um, and so that gives me, more time to focus on the things that I can do to improve uh, the kids' lives and you know our lives and and so there's a lot of things, but I think that mental shift was number one. It's like you can begrudge it or you can embrace it. So I decide to embrace the fact that yeah, I'm not gonna have any time for myself from 5 a.m. to 8 p.m. It's kind of the same thing with me. Like I I, I don't have. Uh like I said, I, I basically set my schedule. However, uh, when I get up in the morning, you know, the kids want to spend time and, you know, we, we, we put a little desk in our bedroom so that I can have some peace and quiet there because I, we, we have an office in the house here, but the minute I walk into the office, I've got four toddlers and two yeah. dogs in here. <laughs> yeah. And so not a lot of work gets done. Right. And so we put one in the bedroom, which really, I, I think I could put it on the moon and I still have four toddlers and two dogs there yep. bothering me. But um, I've just looked at that and, and really what I've done is just, okay, they, you, they, we've seen how much they grew just in the last few months when we were in quarantine. Yes. And I just think about it and, you know, like pretty soon, like, you know, Comain wants me to take him to bed every, every night. Well, one day he's going to not want me to take him to bed anymore, mm -hmm. you know, and you never know when that last night's going to be, right. you know, and you know, uh, Katie likes to snuggle and do art and she likes to make stuff for us. And we don't know when the last day that's going to be. And if I'm not interested in what she's doing, she's going to stop showing for me and she's going to stop making stuff for me. And yep. we can complain about the, you know, the, the, 10 foot pile of art projects that we've yes. got, you know, yes. uh, or we can be thankful for the 10 foot pile of art projects. And, and really what I found myself at first, there was a bit of a panic mode because it was a change and it was a big adjustment. And yeah, you were stressed. I was stressed. It was a, a new child. And of course that made everybody else jealous in the house. We had three little ones that were jealous because right. there was a new one. And, right. and so anyway, uh, in, what I did is the first couple of days, very reactive to everything and very stressed and trying to manage it all. And, and then dishes aren't getting done and laundry's not getting done and groceries, you know, gosh, we're running out of stuff and we didn't go get anything. And, you know, and so it's just you and I bumping heads, trying to figure out how everything's going to work. And, you know, basically said, okay, these are your areas of responsibility. These are going to be mine now. And I think that was a really important part of it. Um, because I, um, 
was able to 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 break it up okay but the point is is okay like if you need help with dishes I can do dishes. If you need help with laundry, I'll do laundry, you know? And if I need help with something I'm doing, you can help me if I ask, right? And so, but that's your area of responsibility. So we did that. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the other thing with me was just changing my perspective on all of it. Yeah. And so we've got four awesome kids. Like I did a photo shoot this morning and I walked through the door, you know, hot because it's hot here, right? And we were shooting outside for the last hour or so. I'm sweaty, I'm hot, and I got four kids and two dogs run to the door, you know, screaming, daddy, 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 Mm -hmm. and I never, that will probably end someday, Mm -hmm. and I just want to soak that up now, and so that's the way I just look at it as every moment is really precious, and instead of, like, what, what else would I be doing? Mm-hmm. You know, I got to go to the bathroom. We'll wait five minutes, you know. Um, it's just enjoying the kids. It's just really enjoying the kids and enjoying you. And then when we do get time, I used to, again, you know, it's the end of the day. I'm tired. You know, it's like, you know, everybody leave me alone. You know, we got to have a date night. Mm-hmm. Well, we're not going to get a date night. Right. And you got to get that out of your head. Yeah, I want to kiss you and I want to snuggle you or make love or do something like that and, and or give you a massage or something like that. I just want to feel close to you, right? Because it was a tough day. I can't wait and schedule that for date night. So it's just, <laughs> I'm just going to change my attitude about it. You know, it's just, yeah, I'm tired, but I've got this beautiful woman that loves me and she's going to let me rub her, her, her back or her legs or something. You see what I mean? And, and so why would I like suck it up? You know what I mean? And so I just shifted gears with my way of thinking. And, and it's been the same thing with the work. Now, the other thing is, is both of us have had to look for efficiencies mm-hmm. and that's the mechanical part about what we do is, uh, like basically I'm looking after three projects right now. It's going to stretch out into five here shortly, but it's Model Body Magazine and the website. It's Black Bean, the Black Bean Coffee Company. So blackbean.coffee and blessedbodywear.com. I'm because we're doing a whole facelift and we're changing so many things with that, right? And so that's basically my focus. Well, what I was doing is I was doing a couple hours on each every day or a few hours on each every day and getting a fraction done that I'm doing now. What I do is I have a day and that's a model body day. And then the next day is a blessed body wear day. And and that's working a lot better. Oh my gosh. Like right. I'm getting, like I, I, I set a goal each day for how many tasks I want to complete in that time and how many I want to complete in the, in the week. Uh, my weekly goal is 70. Last week I did 193 tasks. It was my biggest week. And so I've been doing this now. This is the third week and every week it's beginning. I'm getting more and more productive. And so looking at it instead of going complaining because I got so much to do because that's how I started. Mm-hmm. And I thought, okay, how can I do all of this better? Because it needs to get done. Right. You can stand there and look at the garbage can all day long and complain about who took out the garbage last time, you know, whose turn it is now. You can do that or you can just say, okay, the garbage has got to go. Mm-hmm. And so who's going to take the garbage? Who's going to do it? How, you know, what's the fastest? What's the most efficient way? And that's kind of the approach that I've taken. And and then you've made the changes you've had to make. And I think right now, I like honestly, I don't remember us ever being this productive with this much going on and enjoying our lives and finding uh, is our life balance. in balance? Uh, no. Yeah. 
No, you got four kids and three businesses. You don't have balance. That's right. You know, no, there is no balance, you know, but are we happy? Is everybody feel loved? Does everybody feel engaged? Are they learning? Are they growing? Are you, you know, like that? Yeah. And we're doing, we're doing that. And I think that's the thing is, you know, balance is that a realistic expectation. And that's, that's exactly it. You know, that's what it was for me is, um, the thought of, you know, adding one more kid to the schedule I already had and really liked. (laughs) (laughs) And then that not working out at all kept me so frustrated for a few weeks Mm -hmm. until I realized I'm the problem. Right. And that's the thing. You nailed it right there is I did the same thing. I looked at it and go, okay, this isn't Anna's fault. This isn't the kid's fault. This isn't the dog's fault. COVID's fault you know, the mayor's fault, blah, blah, just go down the list. This is my fault because when it's my fault, now I have all the control over changing it. Yep. And so I can do what I need to do to change it. And and that's what I did. And I just got creative about, okay, where, where are, okay. If I'm walking, you know, like I made a sign for, for you guys in the house, cause all the, all the recycle stuff ends up on the dryer, which is on the doorway out to the garage. And so I made a sign, you're doing great. Just five more steps and you're there, you know, recycle bin that away, you know, cause, cause you set the recycling there, but somebody else has got to take it and put it in the recycle bin, you know? So if you add that up, you know, if it's dishes, if it's laundry, if it's, you know, it just takes so much more time. If we just do one task and complete it, do the next task and complete it, it's less stressful. We don't forget things and we get stuff done. And so it's just looking for efficiencies like that. The other part of it and the big part is just suck it up. This is the life you chose. Make the best of it. Mm-hmm. So stop looking at the negative yep. and just look at the positive. And by looking at the positive, I don't feel as overwhelmed. I don't feel afraid. I don't, I'm sure. not worried about it. God's got us. Right. And so I just talk to him about it and anything that is not mine to handle, I give to him. And that's mm-hmm. how I deal with it now. And I really honestly, truly do that. And then the rest of it is how can I have the most amount of fun with my wife and my kids today and get my work done? And that's what I'm doing, mm-hmm. you know? And honestly, I'm hitting the gym on a, I busted my ribs here a couple of weeks ago, so I can't do everything I'd like to do at the gym, but I can do a couple things at the gym, right? So I'm going to the gym like three times a week and, you know, so I'm not missing anything. I'm doing more now yeah. than I've ever done before. And I feel the least amount of stress. I agree. Is that your tip? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of interesting though. And I want to go back to this cause I, I didn't want to interrupt you when you're talking, but the diet that was the first thing I looked at too. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Because I realized I wasn't drinking. It got hotter and I wasn't drinking more water. Yeah. And when you get dehydrated, you get really fatigued. Yep. And so I increased my water intake probably by four times. Yeah. And, uh, and that made a massive difference in my energy. Big difference, yeah. Uh, also my food, eating smaller because I was get busy. So I was eating a big breakfast and then I wait till I was hungry and then I'd eat too much again and then right you know, and so i was tired from not eating and then tired because i've got a belly full of food and so i changed that now and i'm just eating when i'm hungry i go eat something i take the time and go eat something and 
way happier, way more productive. Yeah, for so sure. The first thing I, I looked at was same as you was food. Yeah, that's funny. I, I didn't know you, I didn't know you were doing that. Yeah, exactly. But it, that's the first thing I changed was food. We added probiotics to our yep. our immune system, like because we're not sleeping. We're not sleeping anymore. Right. <laughs> we're not doing anything else more. Yeah. But both of us have got great energy. At the end of the day, we're happy. We're, you know, everything's working out really, really good. So first thing was diet. Diet and, and water for me. There you go. Next podcast will be about the diet. Will it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for listening. Uh, we'll be back. I don't know. I, I keep saying a couple days. We're going to try to get three a week. It's just been kind of tricky with... I'm going to say... I want to do at least two. Okay. We're going to try to do at least two podcasts a week, but I, I, my goal is three. So thanks for listening. Uh, go to modelbody.com, M-O-D-L-B-O-D-Y.com. Check it out. We're going to be dropping the new magazine this week. Also, blackbean.coffee. The show is brought to you by blackbean.coffee and blessedbodywear.com. Thanks for listening. We'll be back in a couple days with another episode. God bless. I can't see.